Hey there, friends of Holy Shenanigans Podcast. I'm thrilled to share that I'll be recording live from the Wild Goose Festival this July 11 through 14. Wild Goose Festival is a transformational community grounded in faith-inspired social justice. It's a one-of-a-kind gathering that brings together activists, artists, and seekers from all walks of life to explore justice and art, spirituality, and community. The festival will take place at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina, and I'd love for you to join me there. From engaging workshops to inspired panels and interactive experiences, Wild Goose has something for everyone. So mark your calendars and let's be part of this incredible community that is committed to making a positive impact in the world. For more information, visit www. WildGooseFestival.org. As one of my followers, use a discount code A-TLE24. That's A-TLE24. And you'll get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. We will see you there at the Wild Goose Festival to connect, to build community, and to work for social justice. there listeners of Holy Shenanigans. This is Tara. Blessings to you in the first few days of this new year, 2021. And while there are familiar practices for this time, making resolutions a many and goals a great, I ask you to pause with me in this time that is still Christmas. As a fellow human that likes to plan and do, I have a sense that before I rush into what's next, that this week's rushing is not needed. What might be needed as you and I enter these new days is rest, reflection, and perhaps surrender. Theologian Dietrich Bonhoeffer, opponent of the Nazi regime, wrote these words in 1944 from a Nazi prison where his life would end on April 9, 1945, five months before the end of World War II. I'm still discovering right up to the moment that it is only by living completely in this world that one learns to have faith. I mean living unreservedly in life's duties, problems, successes, failures, experiences, and perplexities. In doing so, we throw ourselves completely into the arms of God. As we say farewell to this year that was 2020 and take a step into this new space and time of 2021, Bonhoeffer's words sound to me to be the best resolution I've ever heard, to live all of our life and throw ourselves completely into the arms of God. Welcome to Holy Shenanigans. These are stories to surprise, encourage, redirect, and sometimes turn life upside down, all in the name of love. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a creative, a feminist, and a pastor. I invite you to join me in this unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. Today's episode is called The Sacred Space of And. There was a year in my work as a pastor in which I officiated over 10 weddings. 
I had even created a hashtag for it called hashtag weddingpalooza2018. Yes, if you look it up on my Instagram, you can see all the photos of the weddings that took place in that year. One of the first weddings of that season included a reading from the book of John, which is not usually chosen for weddings. This week's Bible reading for the first Sunday in January of this year is that same reading, and the reading focuses on and. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In the first sentence of John 1, and appears three times. And as an English major, as well as a theologian, I've been taught to pay attention to words when they're repeated. Verse 5 of this reading says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Once more, and shows up, and, okay, and you have our attention. You may be wondering why this reading for a wedding and why for this first Sunday of a new year. Let's think back to the prison writing of Bonhoeffer. He calls the readers to do what? To live all of our life and throw ourselves completely into the arms of God. John's gospel travels the expanse of time with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, all present at creation and present throughout all of time. We remember the part of this text that says, and the darkness has not overcome the light. In marriage, in all relationships, in the ups and downs of this anticipated year, throughout this text, over and over again, this little word and appears. What encouragement and inspiration can this little word give us as we cross the threshold of this brand new year? There are many traditions people take part of as they start off the new year. They have good intentions. They're looking for prosperity, good luck, or a blessing. Some make a New Year's resolution. Some plan with graphs and charts. And some make a New Year's meal. In my case, a meal that marks a new year hails from my roots from Pennsylvania. Each New Year's Day of my childhood, as well as my present, starts with a meal of sauerkraut, potatoes, kielbasa, and hot dogs. It may not be your favorite meal, but for me, this meal and all of its ands not only helps me to begin a new year, but connects me with a tradition and people that came before me. Enjoying this annual sauerkraut meal is a way for me to be there and here, connected to the past and being present in the present day. This is still the time of Christmas. This is this in-between between the 25th of December and the 6th of January. It is a time of and. Years ago, before I was acquainted with what I now know as the liturgical church calendar, a cycle of seasons in the Christian church for feast days, celebrations of saints, and portions of scriptures read around the year. I had been given a devotional book called Sacred Space, In this book, I found daily scripture readings that were arranged by this new-to-me liturgical calendar. I took this book with me to work, and on one of those slow and sleepy in-between days following Christmas and before New Year's, I read it. The church I worked at at that time was in its post-Christmas slumber, and I was covering the phones while the clergy were off on holiday. I sat at my desk, waiting for calls, and began to read the book. 
In the introductory pages, the book walked me through an explanation of the church year, how to use the devotional book, and what feast days were. And while you might not think of this time of reading and studying as a light bulb moment, it was for me, especially as I read about the feast day of Epiphany and how the liturgical church collectively celebrated this day of the Magi's visit. Up to this point, I'd known this day as Three Kings Day, but had no idea it was something celebrated outside of my friends from the Hispanic tradition. Also an important point is that I'd known this day, January 6th, to be my birthday. And for those of you who have birthdays around Christmas, you know the way that holiday birthdays are bundled into all the ho-ho-ho-ness of the season. But on this epiphany, I had an epiphany. My day of birth, Three Kings Day, and the feast day of Epiphany all converged into an interconnected space with peoples from all places and time gathered by and. And Epiphany and that book, Sacred Space, helped me realize the interconnectedness that I and the church and the church universal had together. This day of January 6th was my birthday, but it was something more. January 6th was my birthday. January 6th was Three Kings Day. And January 6th was Epiphany. It was the and of John 1. It was more than one thing. It was everything. And it connected me with a cloud of witnesses that was beyond my ability to comprehend. The and invited me to be part of a story where nothing could overcome God's love. This and speaks of a connectedness, even in the spaces where we can't understand how this connectedness happens. In the last days of 2020, my father, Gary Rain, entered hospice comfort measures and entered into the eternal embrace of God on New Year's Eve, 2020. I know that I have not lived long enough into this time of loss to fully understand the impact of these days. But I do have a promise of this interconnectedness of God's vast creation, this cloud of witnesses. For now I walk through this day and the days to come in this space of and, a space where I am connected and interconnected to things beyond my understanding. Know that nothing can overcome this and of God's love and throw myself and those I love into the arms of our creator, redeemer, and comforter. Some questions for 2021. When you try to choose a resolution for 2021, I challenge you to think about this idea of and. How is it that this new year, that and, that connection, meaning, and love can be increased in our joys as well as in our grief? A poem for 2021 called The Sacred Space of And. There is a sacred space of and that holds a place for all of us. We don't have to be there or here. But the power of and can break through the constraints of our time and enter timelessness. The space is not a place where we are erased. The space is not one of separation or isolation. This and is one of inclusion, connection, freedom, and love that never 
ends. This and is a place where we and they, the ones who have gone to glory, can and do abide together in a cloud of witnesses that calls us to surrender into the arms of God, into the arms of each other, and live without reservation. My name is Tara, and this is Holy Shenanigans. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Unpredictable Spiritual Adventure that is always sacred and never stuffy. This week's episode is in remembrance and honor of my dad, Gary Lee Rain. Me to you, you to me. Let's love each other for infinity.